When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Just gone 20 past one and we're going across the ditch now to talk to Seven News Cricket reporter Theo Doropoulos on the wash-up. And it really was a wash-up, day five of Test 4 of the Ashes. Theo, welcome. And was it was it welcomed with glee that you've held on to the urn or would you have liked to have won it on the field, do you think? Steffi, good afternoon. Uh, well, look, I think we did win it on the field, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> on the first two tests. <laughs> I mean, know, this I'm, test. Like this single, test. A lot of a lot of emotion coming out of England saying that it's unjust. Well, I think plenty of times England has been saved by rain. I think given what's happened, you, you just have to win a series. There are no rules that say you have to win the particular test that seals the series. So I think if you look across the board, yeah, Australia's had their moments of dominance and so have England, to be fair. But all that matters is the little urn is in its rightful place and Australia's got a 2-1 lead and... From my point of view, I mean, that's all that matters, really. They've earned the right to keep it. And look, a bit of rain, a bit of bad luck, it would have been a wonderful finish to the test. And England probably get up and we go to the Oval at 2-all and then anything can happen from there. But look, that's the way it goes. Happy days, Australia. I know it's radio, but I can almost see the smile on your face, Theo. <laughs> I think there was a collective clanking of glass when Australians put their champagne bottles in the recycling bins early this morning. It was great. It's been a brilliant series, and luckily we've got one to go. But, yeah, I noticed uh, yeah, a few prominent Englishmen. Piers Morgan was firing off a few thoughts on Twitter about how unfair life is. And Look, I don't think there'd be anyone in Australia that agrees with him. That's the nature of the game. And you've got to win the first couple of tests to give yourself a lead. Mm. in case this happens. And that's pretty predictable in old in Manchester at Old Trafford, isn't it, that you get a bit of rain and you budget for at least one draw in England. And luckily for the Aussies, it was when they really needed it. So, look, play on. Yeah, and those of us that looked ahead at the forecast and saw rain on the final two days and back the draw at 275, don't give a toss that uh, <laughs> it was a drawn test, Theo. What about the performances of the Australian team um, I know it was a, an abridged fourth test, but um, Manus stood up. Who, who else featured for you? Well, Manus was good, wasn't he? I mean, he, from memory, he hadn't made a score above sort of 80 for the last 20-odd innings. So that was uh, enormous under immense pressure. Mitch Marsh, again, another half century. But I think the most disappointing part was the first innings where you look at sort of Marsh, Green, Head, all sort of got starts and then really failed to go on with it in a, a massive way, uh, like Marnus. So put ourselves in a bit of a dicey position. And then I think if we look at what we did with the ball, it probably wasn't up to scratch. So I, I think from the series, you know, Mitch Marsh's 100 at Headingley will probably go down as one of the great Ashes 100s. It's mm. probably top 10 in Australian cricket, really. I mean, it's... Given the circumstances, and no other player looked like he got over sort of 20 or 30, and then Mitch came out in a session and belted 100. We're going to a position, and you know, you, you consider almost sort of that result nearly winning that game. So, incredible performance by him to come in for Cam Green. And then 
Look, I think across the board, there haven't been too many sparkling performances, albeit somehow Australia has a 2-1 lead. So I think there'll be a few more question marks about the side going forward after this series. I think Dave Warner probably plays at the Oval and then that might be it. I mean, I noticed he he did say he'd like to retire against Pakistan in Sydney at the end of the upcoming Australian summer. Well, I don't know about you, Staffy, but I don't think many people in that sort of situation can dictate when the end comes to them if they're not going so well. So, yeah, I think the Aussies have a few questions to answer. I I think Hazelwood's been good. I think Boland's been good. Bowlers have had their moments. But, yeah, I, I think this test, England, fair to say, they definitely got the better of us. What happens captaincy-wise for the Australian Test team post-Ashes? I know there's a bit of speculation that uh, Pat Cummins might step uh, step down. There was a bit of criticism with how he managed his bowlers um, when England were going after it. Do, do you think he's safe and do you think he wants to remain captain? I'd say yes to both of those. Definitely safe. I don't think there'll be any form of axing of Pat Cummins. I think if he is to step down, it would be certainly on his own accord. But I just don't think he will. I, I know the guy, see him around, a, you know, a, a, for a couple of years I come to Adelaide. I got to know him a little bit. He's a straight-up sort of operator. No real uh, bluff about him. He's pretty direct and, and he's a nice guy and, and well-loved in, in the Aussie change room. So yeah, I'd imagine he keeps the job. And I think the difficult part for a bowling captain is he's trying to recover. And that was the, the criticism of his first appointment, really, is he's having a, a genuine new ball out-and-out bowler as the captain when the other team's coming at you in the way that England does, which is really, it's reinvigorated Test cricket under uh, our old mate uh, Brendan McCullum. He's been fantastic and that side has played so well. But whether the captain can just have a, a bit of a breather and assess what's going on when you know, you then have to juggle your own bowling, your, your teammates bowling, your field placings, and that's why he relies heavily on Steve Smith. So, no, I, I wouldn't expect there's a changing of the captaincy at all. I mean, he's got the, the best man or the second best man for the job standing at second slip there, lending some support. So the question will be what happens in the series going sort of beyond Pakistan and eventually when Pat decides in, you know, three or four years' time what happens next, then Australia will be left with it. A pretty serious question. You just mentioned Brendan McCullum and his combination with Ben Stokes are, <clears throat> are sort of changing the way, not every team, but changes how we view Test cricket now. I guess the question is, Baz Ball, and he hates that phrase, but that's what it's been coined. Do you view it as a success or as um, a positive for Test cricket? Yeah, it's certainly a positive. Absolutely. It has made, not that it was unwatchable, but at times Test cricket has become a bit of a grind. And I think watching the way that England plays with a certain freedom, especially with the bat, that's captivated audiences. I mean, look at the crowds. It was impossible to get a ticket for for Old Trafford. Even the first sort of three tests as well, just speaking to a few of the Aussie boys, they could barely get some mates in there. So the English public have come out in droves to support it and it's great to watch really it is it's just a shame that Australians are on the receiving end at times that's the only difficult part about watching it but like Harry Brooks come out he's you know Crawley Stokes they all go at a run of ball or better than and I guess it sort of makes sense when you look at it because test cricket half the time the fielders are all standing behind you so they're waiting for a, a nick in the slips and there's just so much room the fact that they've taken the game on they've made Australia think differently they've made opposition teams think differently yeah, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Is it sustainable? Well, as long as you've got the players, absolutely. The courage to do it is despite a couple of results going against you. And 
as we saw at Old Trafford, I mean, they were sort of backed into a corner having to win the test, but they certainly took it on despite being down 2-1 and I think it's been absolutely brilliant, to be honest with you. Would you suggest, I suggest that England's motivation will be higher for the fifth test than Australia. I'm not necessarily saying that that transforms into that they will win it, but um, I think they will possibly try and take a moral, not high ground, but equal ground if they could tie the ashes to all. Well, I think so. If one thing England has done well this series, it's to sort of rewrite history, haven't they? I mean, I know you know, Ollie Robinson saying after the first test they felt like they won it. Well, they didn't. The second test, they were the better team. Yeah, they lost that one as well. They made no worries. So outside of you know, the way that they want to view the series and morally should Alex Carey have stumped Johnny Bairstow at Lords? You know, if he was up to the stumps, he's just out. So, yeah, they can they can rewrite, rewrite the game and series and take the moral high ground. But getting to the Oval, I noticed Alistair Cook used to say years ago, they played on two different surfaces, one if they were behind and one if they were ahead. If, it was a, if they were ahead in the series, it tended to be a, a flat track. And I dare say I agree with you completely that England will want to take this series to a, a level pegging, take it at two all, and then that way they can say, well, they weren't definitively beaten. Um, and I think we might see a bit of juice at the Oval, and I'm all for it. I think it's great. If they do come away 2 nil, uh, two all, look, it doesn't diminish the fact that Australia's won the Ashes, but it just shows that England has some supreme class and they're playing against the world test champions aren't they so look it's, it's been a great series uh, i prefer australia to sort of take it outright 2-1 or or 3-1 but look if it does go to all the urns coming home and it's sort of a tip of the cap to england theo uh congratulations to you and yours uh, i was going to say i couldn't be happier for you but i possibly could i'd love it to be two all <laughs> going into the last but uh we don't have to wait long thursday night uh, new zealand and australia time it all kicks off again three hours eight days and 27 minutes first balls being bowled can't wait theo always appreciate your time buddy thanks for having me sappy Cheers, mate. Theo uh, Duropoulos there, uh, Seven News cricket reporter, wiping up the ashes. We'll take a break for new sport and weather.